Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Danny with the Control C Methods podcast, and I'm here to give you just a quick little insight onto how things get done with podcasts super easily. If you didn't know already, you can use the Anchor app, which just so happens to be the easiest way for you to make a podcast. Forget trying to go out and spending thousands of dollars on recording equipment to sound professional. Anchor gives you everything that you need in one place and for free, might I add, which you can use right from your phone or your computer. All the tools that you have access to allow you to record and edit your po- your podcast so it sounds absolutely great. They even distribute your podcast for you so that you can hear it anywhere like Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so many other places. The cool thing, too, is you can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, meaning that you don't have to have any type of huge audience or anything like that. It's just whoever listens to your stuff gets you get a chunk of that so download the anchor app or go to anchor fm to get started now back to our show this is the fourth episode of my podcast control c methods where i find other people who have had success in different areas in life i take their success stories and i show other people how they can do it too so i'm just going to ask you a couple questions to see how you became who you are your background and i want my people to know how you became who you are today. So let's go. Come on. <laughs> my first question for you on the podcast is just, can you, it's not really a question, it's more of a statement. Can you tell us who you are, what you do? I already know who you are and what you do, but I want my, <laughs> my listeners to know who you are and what you do. You need a refresher, Danny? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Here we go, bro. What's up, guys? So yeah, my name is Coach Chad, or you could just call me Chad, but my real name is actually Chandler. So that was very confusing, but just, just call me Coach Chad. We'll go with that. And uh, I'm the creator of the Health and Wealth Blueprint, which is specifically designed to help business owners, entrepreneurs, busy professionals, high achievers take control of their health and fitness, not only so that they can improve their business and financial life, but more importantly, so they can improve their life as a whole. And uh, my main focus is all really just showing people that are super, super busy how they can actually fit other areas of their life into their busy ass schedule, right? Because if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a business owner, you're like, holy crap, I don't even have time for myself. I don't have time to work out. I don't have time for my spouse. So my main objective is to show people how to overcome that so they can improve their relationships and also the relationship with their health and fitness as well. That's awesome, man. And that's such a huge thing that so many people have issues with. Like I for sure have it or had it myself before I met you. Like, honestly, before I met you, I was like, man, I'm never going to have time to work out. I'm never going to have time for my kids. I don't have time to manage all this shit in my life. And then you come along and you're like, hey, wait a second. I can simplify this whole process for you if you just stick to this plan. And honestly, sticking to that plan has just has proven to show like really awesome results, not only for me, but for my wife, too. I don't know if you know this, but a couple weeks ago, that day when I was like, let me just see if I can push further. She was watching me. And the next day she decided to start going on her own and like following. I just told her to download the app, the MyFitnessPal, put in her goal weight, and then just like keep track of all the shit that she's eating. And then she started just, she lost 10 pounds in three weeks here doing, following your methods. And I'm just like, Let's go. <laughs> I, I'm blown away, man. It's freaking sweet. But so your mission statement's awesome. You're targeting these entrepreneurs who don't have enough time. And we know anybody who lives the entrepreneur lifestyle, they don't really have a lot of time most of the time because it's not something that's actively managed for everyone, you know? So it's really awesome that you're targeting that demographic and helping people like that. So you, yeah, man, I appreciate it. It's, it's been a godsend meeting you. So that's awesome in itself. <laughs> So what made you want to get started on this whole journey of like fitness and everything? Yeah. So 
couple of different stories in my whole fitness thing, like why I chose entrepreneurs, why I chose fitness. Um, main reason I chose fitness is growing up. I don't want to say I had a tough time growing up, but I never was really good at like one thing, right? Really sucked at school, teachers, principals, whole nine yards. They, they let me know that I sucked at school. <laughs> and um, the only really thing that I was felt confident about myself in or gave me a sense of purpose was playing lacrosse, right? So when I was younger, I was the only lacrosse goalie in our town. And I basically was handed the starting role every year. But then eventually another kid came along and he took the spot from me. I was really sad about that because like I said, it was the only thing I could really say, hey, like I define myself by I am a lacrosse player. Like this is what I'm good at. Like this is where I get my source of confidence from. And that was taken away from me. So I was like, I felt kind of lost. So uh, I started researching, like, how do I get better at lacrosse? Obviously, the first thing that came up was exercise. And I fucking fell in love with it. I really did. My dad bought me a agility ladder, a jump rope, and then he got me a very old set of dumbbells from one of my uncles. And uh, I kind of just taught myself in a garage, in a garage, right? Everything starts in a garage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in the garage back of my house, I taught myself how to lift, how to use the agility ladder, how to do a jump rope. And eventually that turned into me uh, in high school, going to the high school gym. And then I really just fell in love with the training process of lacrosse. Like I fell in love with going to the gym more than I did actually playing lacrosse. And I played a couple of years of college lacrosse. And then eventually I was just like, you know what? Like my heart is more into the training. Uh, I, fell, I fell out of love with playing the game. And I stopped playing the game and then just pursued this thing in full force. That's awesome. So lacrosse, like a sports background, propelled you forward to like this health and wellness thing as you got older and started to notice like, hey, this was more beneficial than the other per se. Like you just enjoyed yeah. it. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I, I just think it gave me once again, a sense of purpose, a sense of meaning. Uh, and I just fell in love with like the process of working hard and getting better and just the feeling of accomplishment that I would get from after a workout or how I would see how I'm improving in my lacrosse as a result of, of working out. And, uh, I became just like anything else I do, I became extremely obsessive with it. And, uh, I would spend probably more time than I would like, like have liked to working out. Uh, I should have been doing schoolwork, but I obviously didn't. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I just fell in love with the training, bro. It, it was so much fun for me. That's awesome. So you took that you took that love of your lacrosse, and then you took uh, it turned into a love of fitness and health. When did it become a thing of I want to show other people how to, you know, get this area of their life better? When did that transition happen from you to everyone else? It's actually pretty funny. I was pretty resistant to it. So <laughs> freshman year of college, um, I was like, okay, I want to be a businessman. Maybe I'll be in sports management. Maybe I'll be in some sort of business background because my grandpa, and this will get into the later story about how I got into working with entrepreneurs, but um, my grandpa is very big in, in the business world. He um, brought Altoids over from Europe into America. So he's in the candy oh, hall crazy. of fame. Yeah, if you look him up, his story is there. He's like super badass. Uh, so I was always inspired by that. I was like, I want to be a businessman too. And my mom was always like, why don't you become a personal trainer? Like you, you love that, like working out. And I was just like, oh, there's no money in that. They make like 30 grand a year. Like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> and then funny enough, I now own a business and I do fitness. So I brought the, I brought two things that I love. I love business and I love fitness and I made, made them together. Um, your original question was, when did I decide that I want to start helping other people with it? I think uh, I did the business thing for a while, right? And did that for about a year. Then I transferred schools 
four different times. I don't think there was one specific moment where I was like, hey, I'm going to do fitness. I just think it kind of slowly transi- transitioned into that. Uh, the more and more I got in, like developed or uh, engulfed by the whole fitness industry, like the more, the deeper and deeper I got into my own training, the more and more it just became my whole entire life, both professionally and also personally. That's awesome. That's a, the, yeah. It's really cool seeing people's life stories develop, you know, and hearing how it develops into where they're at, you know, because we are human becomings, you know, you are becoming who you are today. It's, it's really cool. So in this whole transition and this whole setup that you have, what would you say has been, have you had, what has been your biggest roadblock on that journey? Like, have you had any roadblock that was like, that made you think like, damn, I can't do this. Or is there something that hit you really hard that just kind of like dropped you back and just made you kind of reset before you continue pushing further? I think, I think it was the opposite. I thought way too hard. I thought way too much that I could do it. And I thought that I, I, I uh, didn't need any help from anybody else. So for three years, I was so stubborn that I was going to be the one that made this business. I don't need help from anybody. Uh, and during those three years, I saw no fucking results at all. I was dead broke. Uh, I had uh, debt collectors coming after me. Uh, I, <laughs> I'm sure you saw the video, but I used to take water bottles from my parents' basement. I would go to the local grocery store. I would dispense them to get enough money uh, just to invest in somebody to actually help uh, with the program creating. Like I came up with all these different ideas. I was just like, oh, uh, I'm going to make this beautiful program all like, I don't know, pretty and whatnot. So I, like I said, I got money to do that. That didn't work. And then eventually I was just like, fuck it you know what, I need somebody to help me. And I saw, kept seeing this guy online posting about all his clients' results. And I was just like, all right, you know what, I'll, I'll go for this guy. And um, got on the phone with him. He told me his program was $6,000. And at the time, I was like, whoa, that was like a $6 million in my mind. <laughs> so what I did was I literally, like on Facebook, I would post like, hey, like looking for work, like what do you have for me? And I, I remember one local guy was like, Hey, you could blow my leaves. Like, uh, you can come by here Christmas Eve. I have family coming over on Christmas. So I blew his leaves for like a hundred bucks. Then I sold like my bike. I sold a whole bunch of shit. I came up with $2,000, put the $2,000 down on the coach, came up with some payment plan. I was able to pay it off and whatnot. Um, but I didn't get any results from that program. I only, I only sold one client throughout the whole time. So I was, uh, I sold one client for $2,000, but I spent 6,000. So I lost 4,000. And then I was back to the drawing board. I was like, fucking a, like I knew asking for, am I allowed to swear on here? Yeah. Yeah. You're fine. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I was like, shit. Like I knew asking for help. Like I knew this wouldn't work. So I went back to the drawing board, tried to figure it out on my own was on every social media platform posting three times a day, but still no results. Then another guy reached out to me, asked me to get on a, on a quick little discovery call, just like I did with you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I got on the call, really liked this guy, really liked his personality. Same thing. $6,000 program. At the that time I was a sweet spot right there. <laughs> I know. I guess so. Um, at the time I was a part-time server and uh, I came up with enough money. I, I started working a little more hours uh, and I was, Put once again two thousand dollars down payment plan um but this was the program that that helps me within four months time of joining that program i was able to go full time leave my serving job take this on full force uh and then since i've done this the business has grown 
according to my CPA, the business has grown 63% in the past six months. So that's awesome. That's awesome. It's been going so, really well. <laughs> so you were a server and you transitioned to becoming to like this full-time business owner where you were showing other people how to do this stuff. How did you manage your time at the time when you were a server? Um, basically handling being a server and then trying to run this business at the same time. Did you have any like craziness in your time going on? Yeah, not only that, but I also was still in school. So I was still full time, a full-time college student. I had a girlfriend um, and also my own personal fitness. And I was able, this is, wow. Now that I'm thinking about this, like I should make a post about this. <laughs> yes. So much. Or shit. send people Actually. to the podcast too, since you, you know, save your time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's true. I could outsource it. Um, like I had so much shit on my plate, bro. Like literally so much shit on my plate. But um, I just think whenever you get obsessive about something like, and I, if I have any natural gift, like I don't think I'm a very gifted person, but if I had a gift, it's the ability to get super obsessed with things. I definitely have like OCD or some sort of obsessive compulsive disorder. Um, and I just got super obsessed with growing the business. So like literally when I was at work being a server, I was in the back, I was like messaging people or like whenever I had a free minute, I would just devote it towards growing to the business. And uh, then once income started coming there, I slowly started to decrease my hours as a server and then increased my hours um, working for myself. And then I graduated. And once I graduated, I was able to go have even more time. Uh, and then with that time, it just took off. The, the, more, the more and more I was able to go into business full time, the more. Does that help? Yeah, yeah, that helps. <laughs> I, think, I think the connection's kind of breaking up a little bit. Uh, my screen paused, or your screen paused here from what I'm seeing on there. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you. Am I good? All right. Yeah, yeah. There we go. You pop back in. All right, cool. I, I was just seeing if I was on the Wi-Fi. Yeah, um, but that that's crazy. So you're able to slowly transition yourself from the server yep. to owning your business because you became obsessed with this end goal in your mind. Yeah, and I think that's the best way to do it. I've had um, on the side, I kind of also coach people on the business side of things aside from the health side of things. And I've had a lot of people ask me, hey, Chad, like, what should I do about my in-person training job? And I was just like, you should do nothing about it until you're actually making a steady income from your side hustle, right? Once right. you, once your side hustle starts out making your, your income from your whatever else source of money you're getting, that's when you dive full force into it. You don't dive full force into it when you're not making shit from it because it doesn't make sense for you personally or financially. Yep. And that, that applies to so many different businesses. doesn't matter what area you're in. doesn't matter if you're just whatever business you're trying to run. Cause there's a lot of people that do that. I'm a, I'm, I've done that before myself where I'm like, man, I made a couple hundred bucks here, a couple grand here. And then it's just like jump full, like head first without having that backing and the support, like you said there. So, um, and our time is almost done here. So I got one last question for you. Um, when you, what would you say, um, what do you wish you would have known when you first started this whole thing? What is something you would advise other people to do? if they wanted to go and start their own uh, independent or entrepreneur business, whatever. From a, I think mindset is the biggest thing. I think mindset's the biggest thing. So one thing that I wish I, I knew when I first started was everything was going to be okay. As long as I checked off the task list every day, 
write down five things on a piece of paper saying, okay, these are the five things that are going to move me forward today. As long as I was able to check all five of those things off at the end of the day and do that over a very long period of time, I was going to be okay. But in the day to day, it seems like you're inside of a tornado, right? It's like, holy shit, this is ever going to happen, right? It's like, my God, like how much longer? But, um, I wish in the moment that I, I could have said to myself, hey, you know what, like this is going to be okay. Trust the process. And, and almost I actually, instead of just saying trust the process, I blindly trusted the process. Like I had no evidence at all that I was going to be where I'm at today, um, but I blindly trusted that it was going to happen. So if I would give anyone a recommendation, it's, it's you got to work on your mindset first and you have to blindly trust that what you're doing right now is going to work. That's huge, man. It's huge. I appreciate that. Well, Chad, I thank you so much for on, or hopping on this call here. If any of my listeners want to catch you in the future, like where can they find you on social and what's the best way for them to contact you? Yeah, absolutely. So Facebook is where I'm most popular right now. I also am posting more on LinkedIn and Instagram. I can give you my uh, profile links for that and then you can just post them in the show notes or however, I don't know how you personally handle it. Um, but yeah, just give me a follow and if you ever need help, I'm always, always on the messenger platform or of any of those three different um, social media platforms. So you can just reach out and we can have a chit chat. Sweet. Sounds good. All right, Chad. Well, thank you so much for hopping on this call today uh, for episode number four of the Control Team podcast. Thank you so much, man. We got to do your sign off. Go ahead and hit us with what's your, hey, your sign off. Let's do it. Let's do it. Ready? Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Health, Health. wealth, wealth, and prosperity. Baby. Prosperity, baby. Hey. <laughs> All right, bro. Thank you so much for hopping on, man. I'll catch you later. Dude, thank you. I'll talk to you soon, Danny. Peace out. Peace out, man. If you enjoyed today's episode of the Control C Methods podcast, please make sure that you give it us give us a like, uh, give us a thumbs up wherever you're catching us at. Please just give us a like or a share. Let me know I'm doing the right thing and that you really enjoy it. But anyways, um, I really do hope that you enjoyed the episode. Please make sure you tune into the next one, and I'll catch you guys later.